What's up and welcome back to the show. So I'm super excited to bring on my guest today because he is not only a returning guest, but he was the first ever guest I've ever interviewed on this podcast and a great friend of mine. But what we're going to be talking about today is how to generate leads for free using Facebook, but not what you think. We're going to be using Facebook groups to generate leads. And just to kind of give you a little bit of background on uh, on my guest, Charlie, today. Um, so he's built probably the largest PCS real estate group in all of the Panhandle area in Florida as over 1,500 members. And at the peak of his lead generation uh, capabilities, it was generating him one client per week. So not one lead per week, one client per week. So we're going to be talking all about that, how he built the group, how he's scaling it, different ways to uh, use the group to generate leads and uh, all that good stuff. So Charlie, man, I want to just welcome you back to the show. It's great to have you here. Kobe, it's great to be back, man. It's amazing to see how much you've accomplished with this show in such a short amount of time. Love it. Love to see it. I, I appreciate it. I really appreciate it. I know you've taken pretty much a like a front row seat to everything I'm doing. So uh, I'm excited to have you back. But just first and foremost, I know last time we, we talked about, if you guys, again, full disclosure, if you haven't watched our past uh, interview, make sure to check the link down below. We're going to, you know, we talked all about how Charlie is a, uh, making six figures as a part-time agent and basically, you know, using Facebook groups is one of the ways that he was able to do that. So Charlie, why don't you just kind of tell us a little bit about, you know, how that got started? What was your kind of inspiration for starting a Facebook group to, you know, start generating leads towards uh, towards your real estate business? Yeah, I'd love to say that I'm a genius and I came up with this idea, yeah. but instead I stole it from a buddy of mine, Michael Hughes, um, who was doing the same thing in Texas. And I, I can't remember how we got connected, but I looked at that and I was like, wow, this is a genius idea. He's in there just providing a ton of value every single day. And oh, by the way, here's all these cool, you know, real estate things we've done for the members of this community. Um, and I, I just could not believe how great of an idea that was. Wait a minute. It's A, it's free. B, you just get to help a whole bunch of people that in your community that you like helping anyway. And then they reach out to work with you as a client, not just a lead, but a straight up, if somebody picks up the phone or emails or messages you to work with you, it's over. There's no converting the lead at that point. Um, and that's kind of my favorite type of lead generation. As, uh, as some of you may know from our first episode, I really like the kind of inbound lead attraction, if you will, where I'm having them find things about real estate for our market and see value, and then having giving them the opportunity to reach out to me to work with me and my team. Um, so I saw that idea and said, I'm going to copy that. I straight up asked him, I was like, hey, man, you know, how did you build this? How, how long did it take? You know, what are some of the things you did? And he gave me, he sent a couple voice messages my way. And then I was like, all right, I could do that. And so <laughs> I started the group right there because guess what? It's really quick, easy, and free uh, to start a Facebook community. Um, so off to the races. <clears throat> yeah. And that's awesome. So that's, I mean, quick, easy, and free, right? That's best, probably the best combination of, you know, attributes when it comes to lead generation strategy. So talk, maybe like, would you mind like talking a little bit about that? Maybe digging into like, why, why is it just, it's such a, you know, such an untapped strategy, if you will, in terms of, you know, why, why aren't more agents using it? I mean, I, I said quick, easy, and free. There's certain, there's certainly workload involved, right? It, a, you probably won't be good at it if you don't like Facebook, right? If that's not kind of your main 
platform and I'm a, I guess a geriatric millennial is a term I heard recently. So, so I fall into the Facebook faithfuls. Um, and so I, that's my main platform. So I'm on there all the time. So it made sense for me. And I think anybody who is Facebook favorable um, or Facebook biased would be good at it. Right. So you kind of have to make sure you're falling into the right social media niche. Um, and then you do have to engage with an audience and grow an audience. And that requires adding value and posting a lot over time. Right. So there's definitely, there's definitely a workload involved. A lot of agents will go, I, I see this all the time. They go and they join other people's groups and they spam everyone that talks about real estate. And I just don't see that as a really good strategy. It's not long lasting. You could get booted from those groups at any time. You don't own it. Um, people see you maybe in the wrong light. Instead of adding value, you're just self-promoting. Um, and and I just don't like that. I don't, you know, there's there's other bigger groups in my community where if someone says, hey, I'm looking for a realtor. No kidding, 60 to 100 realtors will all respond on that thread. And I'm sure that person will have an inbox full of, of messages. And that just to me, does, if that's the only way to build your business as an agent, I, I, that, that sends a huge red flag to me. Like, you know, I'm look and, and occasionally people will recommend realtors. That I appreciate, right? Like third-party recommendations from other people. That's how people should find realtors, not, hey, pick me, pick me, right? Um, so I think people should demonstrate their value. And if you own the Facebook community, you really have a unique way to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it's just like attention, right? You get to own the attention versus borrowing it if you were just using it from somebody else's group. So that's a really good example of like using the exact same like medium or vehicle, but one that you actually own the attention and get to control, I guess, like your narrative versus the other one where it's just, you're just trying to grasp you know, grasp the straws, if you will. Right. And, and, and that strategy requires constant shotgunning and trying and, you know, you might get picked up out of 60 agents, but what's the likelihood, right? And so you would have to just keep doing it forever and ever nonstop to get one client, maybe, uh, you know, the one that yeah. kind of falls through and somehow ends up with you when a hundred other people posted, that just doesn't seem like a good long-term growth strategy to really build a business. Yeah, absolutely. So in terms of just getting this started, right? So what what would you, you know, what would you say is the first thing that if an agent were to want to start a Facebook group, you know, what, what is the first thing they have to do aside from, I guess, just making a Facebook profile and using yeah. Facebook? Well, uh, this isn't one of the steps I have written down, but you certainly want to like actually get on social media and engage on social media and be present. Right. There, I see a lot of people that are like, oh, you're going to make me get on social media to to do real estate. I'm like, man, this just the times and it's going to only go further in that direction. You know, the agents who aren't on social media at all are kind of dibble dabble. I'm sorry, you're going to have to embrace the beast. Um, and once you've done that, the first thing to do is to choose a niche. Right. So you need to figure out what is your Facebook community going to be about. Um I've even seen people do Facebook communities just on real estate, um, though I think that opens a lot of doors for people to want to escape. Like, ah, I bought my house. I don't want to be a part of this community anymore, right? Um, or ah, I'm looking to rent for now. Or, you know, there, there could be reasons people don't come to that group. And then it could be kind of a, a spam attractor. You're mostly going to attract other real estate agents, which is not your clientele. Um, so what you want to look for is a niche that you 
specifically can serve and that maybe you're passionate about um, where you can help that community grow and along the way by adding a ton of value also show them what you're doing in real estate. Yeah. So just picking a niche, right? Just finding like what that, what that category of clients you're going to serve. That's probably the first step. And I mean, you know, just kind of maybe touch on like your experience because you have a really unique uh, niche that you're serving in, in your Facebook group. So like maybe touch on that a little bit and like, what are some, what are some niches that you would say like would probably work for Facebook groups and what are some that, you know, you might want to avoid aside from just like a, just a general real estate group. Sure. Yeah. So I went with what I knew. I was in the military at the time. So I created a group to help people PCS to the area. PCS is a permanent change of station. It's a term for a military move. Um, and so I saw a hole of lacking value, right? How do I get on the base, you know, daycare wait list? How do I, you know, get enrolled with the medical center? How do I learn about the base housing wait list? How do I learn about the VA loan in the area? How do I, you know, where's the way stations? What are the events going on on the bases? Um, how do I reach out to, uh, you know, the, the events folks or the family readiness center? So there's just a lot of, of kind of question marks for military members. And they're coming in going, ah, I'm going to be living in Fort Walton. What's the best daycare? Like there needs to be a place to share that information, right? Um, and so I specifically targeted incoming movers um, as my Facebook niche. I think there's a lot of great ones out there. Of course, the military one is good. I, I think you should stick to people. People that are starting those should have military experience or have been a spouse for many years because there's a lot of ins and outs. You can't just build that and add value if you don't know what it's like. Um, but that's the point, right? You need to pick the niche that you understand. Um, I had a buddy that was created like one for bowlers, right? And it was, here's the community of bowlers in the, in, you know, South California bowlers group, right? And even if, and, and he was adding information about real estate along the way, he was adding a ton of value. And even if people didn't necessarily work with him because it was too far, he could always refer people out. So you don't have to think of your niche as being super, super tight. Um, it could be, uh, there's another one in my area about real estate investing, um, short-term rental real estate investors, right? Well, cool. You're now attracting a bunch of investors who could potentially be repeat clients. Now you're going to get realtors in there too. Um, but if you're the agent that's adding the main value, um, and really showing people posting actual cash flowing properties on a weekly basis, um, you're going to attract a lot of attention, a lot of potential clients. So that one's definitely more narrow real estate focus, but doesn't have to be. I think you can provide a lot of value in other ways. Um, another buddy of mine started like a homeschool group, right? Hey, here's for all the homeschool parents because he homeschools, right? Well, that's a great idea, right? Take that and and be the value add for that. Host the events, meet with those people, and then help them with their real estate needs um, or show your real estate value on the group or even like, Hey, I'm adding all this value in the group, a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, by the way, in the welcome post, or maybe even with a QR code right on the banner image, if you need any real estate help, I'm your guy. You know, I created this group to help the homeschooler community, but if you also need any real estate help, I'd be happy to assist, right? Give people that, make it clear why you're doing the group. And over time, the, the 
the clearness needs to increase. So I think initially you want to be very like your, your goal is to grow the group because it needs to get to a certain point before it'll grow on its own. But once you get past that point, then you can start to, I don't want to say self-promote, but not hide in the shadows either. You want to tell people straight up, we're your real estate team. We're here for your real estate needs. Whether you choose us or not is great. We're not going to spam you. We're not going to, you know, our goal is to provide value. Um, you choose somebody else, that's totally fine. We're still going to add value in this group because overall we want to show the community that that's what we're here for. Yeah, absolutely. And I like the way you kind of painted the trajectory, right? And the step one is to grow the group, right? Because if you don't have an audience, you know, you're not converting anything. So step one is about actually building the community and getting people in there. And you've done a great job of that, you know, 1500 people, like I mentioned, um, and that's a local group. It's not like a national or like a global group. It's 1500 people in a specific area. So on that, you know, what are, you know, what are, what are some ways that you use uh, and people can be using to just grow their group? Are you just, you know, I guess like physically inviting your contacts? Um, is it kind of like organic search through the groups? Are you doing any kind of promotion outside of Facebook or what are some ways to actually grow in the beginning? Yeah, the initial way to do it, um, I'd, I'd spend a few minutes, you know, spend some time thinking about what the right keywords are. Cause Facebook, like Google, like YouTube is a search engine to some extent. Um, now what they show to you is dependent on um, when it comes to groups, uh, size does matter and engagement matters even more, um, but keywords matter. So if people are searching for like uh, a specific area, put that area in the name, you know, um, that, that name needs to be in there of that town, of that city, of that locality it needs to be in the description. It needs to be in the title, right? So for mine, I've got the base names that we serve right in the title so that people know what they're getting at. They know that this, this group is aimed at helping military members in these, at these bases, right? So you, you want to make sure you're hitting the right keyword so that people have the opportunity to find it very quickly and easily. Um, you can also offer, and we'll, we'll probably come back to this, you can offer some, some freebies and stuff. It's part of the questions, but come back to that. But the initial thing I did to grow the group is <clears throat> I made sure it had stuff filled out. I had the description. I had the keywords. I had a banner image. I had a, a templated welcome post I could copy and paste. I had a couple posts built in. Even though nobody was in there, I posted a couple of times as if so, it was a real community, right? So that people wouldn't join it and go, well, there's nothing here, right? I added some valuable things initially that I thought people would would need when moving to the area. Um, and then I went and invited everyone I knew locally. Um, and then I sent a personalized message to each and every one of them, not copy paste because A, Facebook will ban you and, and B, people can feel that, right? Send a personalized message to every single person because you know everybody in that group, right? And say, hey, you know, I, I'm really trying to grow a great community around such and such niche. And I want it to be awesome and value add. And it would really help me out a lot. If you could just invite any of your friends locally that might be interested. Um, if you could just take a few minutes, I'd really appreciate that, right? Um, and that, and most people will do, will read that message and probably on average add one or two people. And then you'll get a handful of people that add like 30 people, right? And now you're really starting to grow. And then you, and, and I would say, do that for as long as you sustainably can. 
all the new people come to the group, introduce yourself in a message, say, you know, what would you like to see out of this group? And by the way, do you know anyone that could really get some value out of it? Please send them an invite and just keep doing that. <laughs> but make sure you're also posting in the group and, and throwing value out in there and engaging with everybody in the actual group as well. Um, you don't want to just take them all offline and because the engagement in the group is really what's going to get people to want to be there. Yeah, absolutely. And I like that, you know, I think you mentioned you, you put a lot of value in there first before we start inviting people in there. So people, when people join, they actually feel that it's like, a, it's like a real group, right? So it's like, I, I was told that if you, you were going to ever launch like a new YouTube channel, you want to have like at least, you know, three to five videos first on your channel before you launch the entire channel, just because that way people actually see that it's a, you know, it's like a real thing. So that's kind of like the same principle that, you know, just because you're starting something doesn't mean you can't already put value into it, right? Just, I guess like create the value first and then the audience will, when they, when they come to it, they'll actually see that, oh, this is a valuable thing and start inviting their, you know, their friends and family and whoever they else that they know on Facebook to your group as well. Yeah, no, it definitely works. And, and, that was something that was a limitation for me is that constant posting and needing to add value. Um, so I actually kind of, I started the group and I didn't do much with it. I invited, I, I did the, so this is, uh, of course I, I say this a lot, but do as I say it, not as I do, because I learned the mistakes and then I tell people how to do it the right way. So I like started it. I invited some people, I added a little bit of value and then I ran out of time because I still had a full-time job at the time right? And kids and my wife has full-time military as well. So it was, uh, it was a lot. So what I ended up doing is finding a military spouse in the group that I could hire to do it for me. So I brought her on board and she started doing the posting and adding people to the group and, and helping me create more valuable products to give to the group for free. Um, and that's when we really exploded. You know, once we got into a rhythm of constantly posting, constantly providing value. We call it our battle rhythm. Um, we created, followed a, a custom battle rhythm of multiple posts a day. And, um, and for me, hiring it out was what really launched things because I couldn't do it myself. Um, now there's some tools and stuff to automate posts on Facebook groups, and you could do that to some extent, but if you do it for all your posts, people are going to feel it and it's not going to be, um, you know what I mean? You've seen those groups where you go in and it's the same background on the text and it's the same posts every single day. And you're like, this doesn't feel very personal, right? Um, people are going to know that. So you've got to mix. You can certainly have that in your battle rhythm. I highly recommend you do, but you've got to mix in updated and custom posts. You know, like we sent, we post, here's all the base events coming up this weekend, every week. That's obviously going to be a different post. Um, here's the current base housing wait list times. That's obviously going to be updated. So that kind of stuff shows that you care and that you're constantly updating the value you provide. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think you mentioned something there. It's like the battle rhythm, right? So the actual consistency and the, and the maintenance of the group. So I don't know, maybe like go into that a little bit and talk about, you know, what, what does it take, I guess, on a weekly basis, I think, in terms of how often should you be posting? Should you be posting like maybe once a week, a couple times a week, you know, a couple times a day or what's twice, like a twice good... a day on weekdays and at least once a day on the weekends is what I'd say. And that, that should be your regularly scheduled programming, if you will. <laughs> like, Hey, here's what we're going to do on Wednesday afternoons. We're going to post about 
um, babysitters or childcare, or we're going to throw a poll out. Or on Wednesday mornings, we're going to post about moving or homes and rentals. On Thursday mornings, we're going to do our, our welcome post. Um, but there's also lots of opportunities out there to throw out other content. It doesn't even have to be your content. Like we will share like um, our own content randomly. Like I'll say, hey, we had this Yeti cooler giveaway for one of our group members for inviting the most group members last month. Congratulations to JP. And here's a picture of him with our real estate team at our office, right? And so we're self-promoting, but also saying, hey, thank you for being a valuable contributor to our community. We're giving back to you in this way, right? Um, so you can do that kind of stuff, but you can also, right, easy hack, go join other groups and pages. Like, for example, join a, uh, in our case, the um, Eglin Air Force Base um, uh, MWR, Morale Welfare Recreation. So that's mostly the events and stuff that happen for fun, for families. And guess what? They post every event there. So if there's a really cool event that you see just pop up in your feed, wow, share to group, done, right? That was it. That was all I had to do. I was already scrolling anyway. Right. So that's an easy way to just throw more value in. So we probably throw out, I would say on average, three and a half posts on a weekday um, with that kind of additional content. That's, that's actually pretty engaging good. Engaging with, uh, with a lot of it, or people will post and we'll, of course, engage them. Yeah. So that's actually really, really, um, I guess like a really good schedule in terms of posting. You guys are staying consistent like mul multiple times a day, right? So you're, you're able to post inside the group. And the way you kind of framed it, it was like, it doesn't have to be something that you're necessarily like sitting down and like writing out like your own content. It's just helpful information that, you know, the people in your group might not have known, but you came across and you're just like, it's almost like just sharing it to a friend or right? it's like, Hey, I think this might be, you know, helpful because, you know, you mentioned this is, you know, what you wanted to do or something like that. Right. Just to a specific audience and you're just kind of pulling and sharing information. So the value you share doesn't necessarily have to be the value you create. That's kind of what I got from that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's even more interesting things that are happening with Facebook groups now that personally I have not taken probably mm -hmm. well enough advantage of. You know, there's group-based chats you can create. You can create them on specific topics. Um, we have one on real estate. There's also, um, you can like, you can host webinars, right? Live. And so you could, I could do a VA buyer seminar, which I keep talking about. I haven't done, but I really should, right? Even if one person shows up, that's someone who is interested in buying right now with a VA loan, right? So um, there's definitely a lot you can do if you own the group, right? Yeah. You are the group's expert on real estate. And if all you do is just have that one seminar a month, that still shows that you care. And, and Facebook's going to promote that event a lot if it's a live event on Facebook um, to that group. So there's so many ways you can um, take advantage of it if you build a group yourself instead of jumping into someone else's group and trying to, to get clients that way. Right. Yeah. I, I definitely say that. Uh, I, I have to agree with that as well. Cause you know, going into other people's groups, is just, I mean, you're almost limiting yourself in terms of what you can do and what you can't do. Cause a lot of these groups and like, even maybe you can touch on like how you, I guess, like manage 
you know, spammers and I guess other realtors in your group as well. But like, if you're joining somebody else's group, they're, they're wanting to promote their own thing, right? That there's a reason why they have their group up, right? So they're not going to want you to come in there and spam everybody. And, you know, maybe they're also run by a real estate agent. So maybe, you know, we're, <laughs> since we're on the topic here, you know, how do you manage that? Cause I'm sure there's plenty of realtors that want to join the group. And how do you make sure that I guess, you know, you're not just providing value so that somebody else can come in and swoop in and I guess like steal the leads and clients away from you. <laughs> Yeah, that's a really, really good question. Um, we struggle with it initially. We have it down pat now. So we have requirements for our membership. You have to be a military member or military spouse. Well, you know, that cuts out 75% of them right there. Um, and so this may surprise you, but many of them will lie about it. So we go and look at their profiles and check people out. If, they, if they're claiming they're just, oh, I'm just a... Do, do, do. We go and we check and make sure that A, are you really? And B, are you a realtor? If they are a realtor spouse, okay, that they still meet the criteria. So we allow those folks to come into our, our group, um, but they also have to agree to our rules. Um, and our rules state um, no self promotion except for on our self promotion post once a week. Um, it uh, It basically goes right into the Hey, if someone asks for realtor recommendations and you post yourself, that's not a recommendation. That's you self-promoting and that's not allowed. Um, we, I also state that um, you are more than welcome to post your listings in here directly as an MLS link. Go for it. Because ultimately, we, more importantly than us making commission is that military members get, get what they need for their move. But um, we do not allow them to post from their page so if they post from their realtor page or they post their website that's not allowed that's right there in the rules um so that's how we handle it um you know we basically give one warning and then you're out um and then we just don't allow people to even see the group after that because we don't ain't nobody got time for that um well we also put in there that you're not allowed to pm people regardless of who you are, what product you have, unless you are asked to. Um, because we're trying to prevent the crazy amount of spam that we see in other groups. That's, that's the one thing that is most important to me is that this doesn't degrade into just this crazy spamminess. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, and that's, I mean, that's the big part of it, right? Because as the group grows, more people are coming in and the, the, you know, the bigger the population of the group, if you will, like the more, possibility there is for spammers and advertisers right and that's when they you know that's when they actually want to join a bigger group right because who wants to join a group with only five people and promote their stuff to five people when they can promote it to a group with you know a thousand people right so as the group grows more more eyeballs are going to be on it and you guys have really like a like a real system down because i've you know i've been part of multiple like facebook groups just you know just browsing around and i've definitely some of them they'll have questions but i won't answer them they'll still approve me um, so that tells you everything that needs to know there. And some of yep. them I'll just, you know, they don't check for the answers, but you guys do. And that's, that's a really big part of why it's been able to be maintained as a value driven group. Yeah, we're picky. We, and we have questions set up in a specific way that says, are you military affiliated? Yes or no. And if you can't, even, can't answer the questions, we're not going to accept you. Um, and actually we have it built in. You can do this now with the admin tools. You can just auto, just auto reject people with a message that says, please fill out the questions if you'd like to join, right? So we don't even see those requests now. They just bounce back out. 
Um, and that way we only see the ones that are worth looking at. Um, yeah. You can also so it automatically like reject them. Sorry. Yeah. So it automatically rejects them now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can auto flag things. You can auto prevent posts from posting. There's, there's quite a lot of things you could do with the admin assist now. Um, it's actually pretty, pretty uh, valuable add-on that uh, Facebook's been building. Yeah. And that's, so I didn't know that. So maybe, you know, cause you guys have been, you know, kind of in the weeds in terms of running the Facebook groups a little bit. Uh, maybe touch on that a little bit. Like what are some of these new tools that are coming out in terms of automation and helping you manage, you know, either just the funneling people into the group, managing the actual, you know, posting of the groups, removing posts. What, what are some, I, I guess, like the most valuable tools that most people might not know about? Yeah. One might be um, you can, we talked about auto rejecting if people don't answer questions or they don't agree to your rules. Um, you can also um, set it up so that if they follow another group or a specific page, I believe a page, that they'll auto be added. Let's say they're already following your realtor page. Maybe that'll allow them to just jump right in. You can just mm-hmm. auto approve. Um, you can flag certain words to um, either send you a notification or to not allow that post to go through until you've had a chance to look at it. Um, as far as the automation tools, you can set up your weekly post. I re- highly recommend that. Set up your, your weekly welcome post as an automated post. You can also set up any sort of um, repeating posts. So like I kind of have a calendar and I set it up so that certain things, I don't, I, I have a couple that are weekly, but most are like every other week. So it doesn't feel as automated or once a month of a specific kind. And then I just kind of fill in some gaps. So I have a specific way I do it. I automate some things that I always want to just repost, but I try and do it on a lower schedule. And then I fill in the gaps on, the, on other days and stuff that are missing that. So I might automate my my Friday morning post twice, a, you know, two weeks a month, but I may personally go in and add the other two for two weeks a month. And I do this when I go in and I add my posts for multiple Facebook groups to kind of fill in the gaps. I do this one day a month. For a couple hours, I go in and I, I build out all the material. I schedule it all so that then I'm done. I don't want to have to do it again, right? And then everything I'm doing is just ad hoc as it becomes convenient because we're all busy, right? You can't just, if you're like, yep, I'm going to make sure I do it every day, you're not going to do it. So you got to just schedule, automate what you can. You got to s- schedule one block of time to automate the, <laughs> the schedule, the rest of it. And then it'll 90% get done, um, which is really all you need. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's something that I think you mentioned even earlier that you were doing when you were part time as well. I know, obviously, you had the help of, you know, the other agents and other staff members to essentially like help you run the group. But I, I guess like the question is, you know, what kind of experience, what kind of time commitment should somebody be ex- expecting if they want to just use Facebook groups as a lead generation source, so they have to, you know, be 20 years in the business, or can this be something that a brand new agent who may be only having like a part-time schedule can just start doing? I think you can do it. I think your, your initial time commitment is going to be a lot heavier than later. I know that sounds funny because I went from like nobody to 1600 people, but um, you, you got the, the value you add is the important part up front. So you may have to create some PDFs and you may have to come up with what you're going to what your battle rhythm of providing value is going to be. And so that may take time. Like, for example, you know, we have to go out and check 
um, how long wait lists are for specific things, right? That takes time every every week, or well, actually, I think we update it once a month. Um, but once it's done, it's done for the month. So you kind of have to decide what your pain level will be for providing value. It doesn't necessarily have to require those things, but I would say that um, if you're really providing a ton of value, it's probably going to take you um, initially probably eight hours a week to kind of build this thing out um, somewhere between four and eight hours a week. For me, I ended up hiring that out. And then I just kind of throw in about four hours a month. Um, and then if I need any other value ads or updated valuable giveaways or contests or other things we do kind of ad hoc, then I do assign that as well for the most part. So um, kind of up to you. So for me, and, and I mean, we'll be straight up here and, and she's part of my real estate team now. So she went from that to transaction coordinator to uh, real estate agent and TC and group manager. Um, so, you know, I started, I think I was paying her hundred bucks a week for her to do a few hours of work. And now I'm paying her 200 bucks a week. Um, and she crushes it. So she does a good job and we've automated more things and we've, we've created most of the valuable content. So for us, it's not that much work as it was. Um, but yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you mentioned like, what is it like eight, eight to four hours? That's not too bad at all. I think for somebody starting yeah. out to, yeah. you know, want to use this as a, as a strategy to start generating leads and whatever initial market they're, they're doing it in. So yeah, I, you know, I think a lot of people just overestimate it in their minds, how much work it takes to run a Facebook group, but you know, eight, eight to four hours a week, I think, you know, more than doable for most people. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. And it sounds like a lot, but you know, compared to other lead generation strategies, which are not recurring, which don't attract clients to you. I see people just yeah. out there banging their heads, doing silly things, following up with a hundred crappy uh, Google ad leads just to close one or two. Just seems like it's, uh, you know, and pay all that money. That doesn't seem to me like a good strategy, but what do I know? Um well, you know a lot, right? Because you, <laughs> you got a, one of the biggest groups uh, in, in your niche and it's it's been really successful. I mean, it's part of the reason, right? To get you out of, you know, from being part-time to now being full-time in real estate. So That's right. uh, congrats yeah. on that again. <laughs> yeah, this was my biggest lead gen source for the most part. And now I'm adding more inbound lead gen to it. Um, uh, so yeah, you, you can use ads and stuff. So I wouldn't recommend using it to, grow the group. Um, really the organic growth is where you're going to see the most value that this is true for every platform though, right? Buying followers versus growing followers mm -hmm. organically. The, the quality is going to be different and the platforms know it. They're going to see, who, yeah. you know, engagement, but of those organic followers versus non-organic. Right. So, um, but you can, you, I'm learning about ads now and how I can retarget people who've been to my group and throw things in front of them and say, hey, did you miss our PCS guide? Did you, you know, have you have you learned about the military home team? Um, and just kind of make sure I stay front of mind. Um, that's what I'm looking at adding now. Um, but I'll let you know how that goes once I've, once I've uh, messed around with it for a couple months. Um, yeah, I think, did absolutely. I talk about how we convert? you know, our kind of ideas to convert. No, them. but that was actually going to be the next question. So you're, you're right okay. on. Uh, how do you convert okay. the leads, Charlie? <laughs> okay. So um, 
There's a, a number of ways. And frankly, I couldn't tell you how I probably should start surveying this. I'm not sure how, which one of these ways was the driver, but it's probably a combination. Um, so we do have YouTube as well. And the cool thing about creating additional content, whether that's blogging or YouTube or other social media, is that you can reshare it on the group, right? Mm -hmm. So you're kind of getting double traffic. People can go from that platform to your group and say, hey, come join our group and vice versa. Um, and it's showing that you're adding value across all platforms and it's showing your authority, right? If in that Facebook group, they see me post a YouTube video about how the VA loan buyer process works in the Florida panhandle. Ooh, buddy. If they watch that video, guess who they're going to call, right? So they, they're going to see that I, I am the authority. Not only do I add all this value in the group, but I also know exactly what I'm talking about when it comes to home buying or VA buyers here. So, um, so I, I highly recommend that you have multiple platforms that you're doing stuff on and you cross post because it makes your life easy, right? Now I could be on multiple platforms. I can use the same content. Um, so some of our conversions probably come from those external sources coming in or going from there out when we post YouTube videos and then they watch the video and then they may opt in that way. Um, we have QR codes built in to many of our posts, like our welcome posts. We have it built in right into our header image um, and in other places where people can just scan it and then uh, be brought to um, one of two things, but mostly they get a link tree. And in that link tree, they have the option to search homes, get a PCS guide, see our YouTube channel, or fill out this client intake form. Tell us your needs. And then um, that's actually how we get most of our kind of inbound leads is that client intake form. So people will scan that QR code. They'll go, oh yeah, you are the expert. Look at all these resources. Um, let me fill out this form to buy a house. And we know kidding, say, what do you want? Tell us what your requirements are right in that form. You know, what are you looking for? Do you have a lender yet? Um, what base are you going to? And then we use that information to kind of um, assign that, that person to a teammate. The other thing we do is right in the questions, we offer a freebie for their email address. Um, this one's big because we, we say, hey, we will send you a PCS guide. Just send us your, just plop your email here and tell us what base you're going to. We'll send you a sp specific guide. We created these from scratch. Um, each one's like six or seven pages unique to each base with phone numbers and website addresses and everything unique to the base, as well as helpful YouTube videos from our channel, um, as well as a page. The last page is, hey, are you looking to buy a house? Here's our here's our team and here's our lender. We'll be happy to help you, right? So we just get in front of them in multiple ways. Um, and frankly, I don't know which one puts them over the edge, but normally we'll receive an email or someone will fill out that, it's called Jot Form. It's just a survey um, tool. And, um, and when they do that, when it's inbound, it's ours. And then we just go to work. Um, yeah. We had a... I, it's uh, it's unusual when someone's interviewing realtors now. Normally, when they reach out, they're they're ready to work with us um, because they've already seen that value. But we did have one recently that was like, "Hey, I'm, you know, we're moving to the area. We're interviewing realtors." 
and they emailed me. <laughs> I don't know which one of these formats they found me through. So I just responded with, uh, with a ton of value, added the PCS guide and threw in my YouTube videos and said, hey, you're buying in the area. Here's what you need to watch. You know, we'll be happy to work with you. Just let us know, you know, when you're available for a Zoom call. We never had the Zoom call. After they saw all of that, they're like, great. We're looking at these houses. <laughs> so we started showing houses. We put them under contract a week later. So um, it's just, uh, it's it's great. I I wouldn't have it any other way. Like, I don't understand the more power to them. You can certainly generate leads, cold calling and door knocking and and running through a hundred Facebook leads, but uh, Facebook ad leads, but I, this is so much better. Um, and the cool thing is you can just keep growing it and just keep growing it. Um, you know, now we're adding SEO to our portfolio and we're adding, we're committing to one YouTube video a week as a team. So um, let's, let's read, let's tag up a year from now. And uh, I yeah. think you'll see something even better. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll get that scheduled in for sure for the, yeah. the next yeah. time we interview Charlie on the show. But <laughs> no, that's, that was a lot. I mean, it, it, it just, I think just the combination of everything, right. Cause you're, it, it should never be like, I guess like one one way of reaching people is should always just be, you know, what are the different ways you can provide some type of value and what are the different touch points, right? Because a lot of times, I mean, even when you're capturing the emails just through the, uh, when they join the group, right, they might not be ready immediately, but, you know, just because they gave you their email, and you're sending them value consistently, maybe they'll be ready, right. you know, a couple of weeks, maybe a month or so down the line. And yeah, we actually, you're right there. I forgot to mention this. We send a weekly newsletter of all the events happening on the Florida Panhandle. So we just summarize the events happening Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We send this on Thursday and say, hey, here's some upcoming events. And then we highlight one. Oh, and by the way, here's a market update for the month of April. And if you'd like to work with our team, here's some benefits and how you can work with us. That's it. We don't, you know, we're not like, we used to do it differently. And I think many realtors do it this way. And I don't think it's a very good strategy where you just say, here's what to know about the real estate market this week. Like most people are not actually in the market to buy a house. Okay. But they're in the market to do something on the weekend. We got that figured out. So if you provide value, they can actually use that's not necessarily real estate related on a weekly or monthly basis. I think that's so much better because they don't, they're not going to jump ship from your subscriber list uh, versus here's a market update. And it's like, I bought a house. I'm going to be in this 10 years. I don't want a market update. Right. People right. don't, most people don't care for that. So it's not a good strategy. It's a, I think mostly a waste of your time. So we decided to change strategies. We went from monthly to weekly and we're doing a lot better um, just yeah. by showing events and, and kind of giving people a reason to open our emails. Um, yeah, absolutely. What's one thing to capture the email, but it's, it's another to actually retain the subscriber list and you guys are I mean, just overall, right? Not just from the email subscriber list, but also just what you're doing with your Facebook group, not just getting people in, but also retaining them, making them even feel so good about the group and getting so much value, even if they don't buy or sell a house with, you know, immediately they might refer somebody or they might bring somebody else into the group who are looking to buy or sell a house. And that's, I mean, that's the overall, I think, theme of what you guys have been been doing in the using, using the group and just the overall lead generation method kind of that we talked about this, you know, this past what hour. Let me throw one more nugget out. Sorry. Uh, just the, maybe the coolest thing I've seen now is that as you add your 
clients that have had a, a great experience with you. When people ask for realtors, guess, guess what? Half the people in the group worked with you and now they're putting your name out there. Right. So it's just, it's nonstop, just, you know, it, it kind of re hits um, people that go, wow. Uh, you know, I want them to kind of be thinking in the back of their mind, like, man, I, I might be dumb if I use somebody else. Mm. Right. I want them to have that doubt in their head that the military home team is the right team for a military member to use on the Florida panhandle. Um, anyway. No, absolutely. Right. When you do such a good job, everybody's referring you and there you go. That's, you can't, you can't beat that right now. You're the authority. Right. You're the authority in your market, but it takes awesome, time to man. build. But I mean, if you, you know, you've sold one house with, and there was a great experience, you add them to the group, but the group is small. There's still a large fraction of the demographic. So if you can, if you just keep doing that over time, um, it's still going to pay off. They're always going to be a large yep. fraction of the group. Just kind of cool. Yep, absolutely. Sorry. Well, awesome, man. I, I really appreciate you uh, being here and uh, coming back on the show and sharing uh, everything you know about Facebook groups and how successful it is. It really is. A, I wouldn't say it's an unknown strategy, but it's it's one that not a lot of agents know and I, not, not a lot of agents use. So for people who are listening to this or watching this or wherever they're viewing this on, if they want to reach out, learn more about kind of what you do, maybe even learn this strategy, what are some of the best ways they can reach out to you? Maybe find you on social media, follow you, or what, what are some of the best places that they can find you? Yeah, they can follow. Um, they can find me on my team's Facebook page. Just search Charlie Cameron Military Home Team. Um, they'll find me right there. They can message me, message me directly right there. Um, they can also check out our new websites. Not quite finished yet. Uh, PanhandlePCS.com. Um, and they can, of course, I'm sure my email will be in the show notes, right? And they can, they can reach, reach out to me that way. Um, whatever's, whatever's best for folks. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, so we'll put all the information down in the show notes below so that you can reach it. But other than that, I want to thank you again, Charlie, for, uh, for being on the show. Is there, uh, is there any last, last thoughts, anything you want to leave with us before I let you go or? Nah, man, I'm stoked. I'm yeah. Stoked. <laughs> Let's I'm go. Stoked 2023 is lit. <laughs> the market's picking it. up, man. Market's picking up. It's going to be a great year. Yeah, for sure. And I, I know you guys are doing great as well with your, uh, with your team down there. And, uh, but no, I just want to thank you again for uh, being on the show. I want to thank you for tuning in and uh, I'll see you guys on the next show. Take care. Appreciate it, Kobe.